Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, everyone. This is Luke, and I'm um, at the moment. I'm just sitting here in my bedroom. Um, normally, I sit um, in the living room, in front of the laptop. But uh, today is like slightly different because I'm in a bit of a rush. I'm a bit busy at the moment, so I'm just recording this one in my bedroom with my little handheld MP3 recorder. Now this podcast is just a chance for me to say hello to you, just to let you know that I'm still here, I'm still thinking about the podcast, I'm still recording things for the podcast, and I've still got plenty of ideas. Um, so I'm just going to give you, in this podcast, a little bit of news about what's been going on recently, just also a way of explaining why I haven't uploaded a podcast recently. I've been busy. Uh, doing lots of things. So I'm going to give you some news about what's going on in Luke's world, um, my little egotistical moment for me to talk about myself. Uh, but anyway, it's all good. It's all English, right? doesn't really matter. And, you know, I expect you probably, you're probably interested. You probably like to know what I'm doing, don't you? It's not the most boring, you know, I'm not that boring. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I, when I'm recording these things, I think, am I, you know, is this kind of like really sad? or weird that I sit here on a Saturday morning, you know, on my own, just uh, recording uh, podcasts all about myself. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's a little bit self-indulgent. But who cares? I don't care. I don't really care. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so I'm going to give you some news about what's been going on as a kind of excuse for not uploading a podcast recently. And um, um, so I'm just going to talk. This is kind of about 30-minute podcast or so. Uh, and I'm just going to ramble, I'm just going to talk to you um, like this. And uh, vocab that I use, um, vocab which just comes up um, while I'm talking like this, um, I will define um, on the podcast page. Okay, so vocab in this podcast will be defined. Then at the end I'll give you a, a little comedy sketch for you to listen to. And you'll be able to find a transcript on the website for that. Okay, so... News, bit of news. First of all, um, just technical, technical news about uh, Luke's English podcast. Technical things. Um, those of you who um, visit the website teacherluke.podomatic.com, you'll probably have noticed that it's a really big site. I mean, it's all just on one page. Every single podcast that I've uploaded is all available on just one whole page, which is a bit of a problem. Uh, because it means it takes a long time for that page to load, right? Especially if you don't have a really good internet connection or a, a slow computer. It means that it, you have to wait for a long time for all of the content to load up on the page, which is probably quite frustrating for you. And I understand that. I appreciate that. Also, it makes it difficult for you, for you to navigate the page. Uh, if, you're using, if you're using the scroll bar on the side of the page to, to move up and down, the, the scroll bar becomes very small. 
because there's so much content on the page and I understand that. I think probably the best way to do it is to click the little arrows um, that you can use to move up and down. Don't grab the, don't use your cursor to grab the little scroll bar, just click the arrows, that's probably the best way to do it. The reason why there is so much stuff on that page is really, a, it, it's, it's not, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, it's the, the website, Podomatic. So um, basically, I have to include all of the content on one page because that way um, all of the content becomes available on my RSS feed. RSS. Or in America they'd say R. RSS. In Britain, R. So RSS. Your RSS feed is basically the way in which um, content becomes available on other systems which use the internet. Um, really, I'm talking about iTunes. Um, if I didn't have all of the content, every single podcast available on the same page, then um, uh, uh, systems like iTunes wouldn't be able to pick up um, every episode. So that means that, I mean, I do have the option on my website to just have five or three or just one um, podcast available on the page and then at the bottom you click a link which says next page and you can go to the next one but if I did that then only one podcast would be available on iTunes at any one time and I, that's really that's really bad because I want every single podcast to be available on iTunes or on other bits of podcasting software so it's a kind of problem actually and it's becoming more of a problem because the more I update the podcast the, the bigger the page will be. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure quite what to do about it. One option, which I'm probably going to do, is to set up a blog page. So that, that will be a separate web page. And I'll use that blog page to uh, write all the transcripts and everything that I need, you know, all the transcripts for each podcast. And then I can just add a small link on my podcast page and then you click on that link and it takes you to another website where you can find all the transcripts and everything else. That would make my podcast page a lot shorter and a lot easier to navigate. So that again would require a lot of work from me, but that's something that I'm planning to do. So you know, don't think that um, I'm not aware of these problems. I am aware of them and I'm, you know, I'm going to fix them eventually. Okay? Um, if you're struggling to find content on the web page, or if you're struggling to navigate the podcasts, use iTunes. Use iTunes. It's quite an interest. It's quite a convenient way of finding all of the podcasts listed from the first to the last. It just makes them easier to find. So that's my recommendation. Okay. So that's some technical news. Um, other, just other bits of technical news are that um, sometimes it does take me quite a long time to produce podcasts, especially if I'm busy. Right, that, and that's particularly the video podcasts. I've had some really good responses to the video ones that I've done. It seems that people really enjoy the video podcasts. There are advantages to video podcasts. Obviously, you can see, you know, you can see me, you can, you can see other things, like I can show you interviews with people. It's visual. Uh, often people actually like to watch things rather than just listen to, the thing, listen to things. Um, so that's the advantage. The disadvantage of video podcasts is that you can't listen to them 
or you can't enjoy them while you're doing something else. And that's for me is what is so good about audio podcasts. You can play them while you're doing other things. You can play them, you know, while you're doing the washing up in the kitchen or something. You don't have to focus all your attention on it. You can just have it playing in the background. I think that's a really good way of learning, actually, just having, you know, the audio, having English playing in the background. So it's just going into your ears. And that way it kind of goes into your subconscious, actually. And it's really important that you let English into your subconscious by just listening to it as much as possible. That will help you to to make quick decisions about English when you um, you know when you're reading or listening. It, it really really helps. Your subconscious is where English should go. Actually, that helps you to develop an instinct. I've talked about that before. So basically, it takes me quite a long time to produce video podcasts. I know that people like them a lot, but you have to understand. You know, the Notting Hill video took me about ten hours to produce from the planning stage to actually uploading it onto the internet. So, you know, that I can't always do them regularly. It takes me a long time. I did go out a few weeks ago with my video camera into London and I filmed interviews with people in the street and I've got about 50 minutes of interviews. Um, so I'm going to need to work quite hard to edit those and to present them to you in a kind of convenient format. So there are more videos coming, you'll just have to wait. Um, and in the meantime, you can just listen to the audio ones like this. Okay, so other news. Like I said, I'm pretty busy. Um, at the moment, at school, I'm teaching a legal English course, which is very interesting, but it does require lots of energy from me. You know, I, it's five hours of teaching every day, so I have to use a lot of energy just to concentrate on the language that uh, I'm teaching. It's quite a complicated and difficult language. The language of law, you know, it's it's often very formal and the terms are very complicated and detailed. So I've got to plan in advance. I have to spend a lot of time thinking about it and planning how I'm going to teach it. And then when I'm actually in class teaching it to the students, I've got to use a lot of energy to keep them all interested, to keep them focused on what they're doing. So to be honest, most of my energy is going into that at the moment. As well as that, I'm doing... Um, um, I'm learning to be a, a, a stand-up comedian. Um, a stand-up comedian is um, someone who um, um, stands up and does comedy in front of people. Um, it's it's stand-up comedy is really popular here in London, um, and um, it in, basically stand-up comedy involves, if you can imagine, a room full of people, an, an audience, usually in a pub somewhere in the middle of London, and. Um, um, a, uh, a comedian has to go on stage and stand on stage alone with a microphone and just talk to the audience and make them laugh. And um, I'm really interested in it. I love listening to stand-up comedy. I think it's fascinating as an art form and um, as, a, as a piece of entertainment. And I'm very interested in doing it myself. So I'm, I'm kind of learning how to do it, which means that I'm, I'm attending stand-up comedy workshops. Those are sessions with um, other people who want to learn to be stand-up comedians. Those are sessions where we all meet together every Sunday and we, we spend all afternoon together um, just doing different exercises, trying to learn how to be funny and just developing skills which will help us to be funny on stage. 
And at the end of the month, I've, I'm doing a stand-up comedy performance in a pub in, um, in Covent Garden in the centre of London. So I've got to do lots of planning and preparation for that. I'm thinking about that a lot. I'm, I'm writing material and practising. Um, so that's another thing I'm doing. So I've got so many other things going on. I don't always have chances to sit down and produce podcasts. Um, what else? Um, I haven't been able to sleep recently for some reason. I've been, I don't know, I think it's because I've got so many uh, things in my head that um, when, I, when I lie down in bed, I don't just fall asleep. My mind is like turning, th turning over and, and kind of thinking about all of these different things I'm doing, um, like the teaching and the comedy and the podcasts and the music and everything. So for some reason I can't sleep, it, but I'm all right, you know, I'm getting about four or five hours sleep a night, but that's, uh, that's enough. I'm still okay. It's, it's making me feel slightly crazy. Like, um, I seem to get lots of music stuck in my head and, um, for the whole week I've had the same Pink Floyd song going around and round in my head, which is, I mean, I love Pink Floyd, but it's, it is driving me slightly insane. I'll be honest. Um, but anyway, just a bit of information there about what it's like inside my head. It's, it's a slightly strange place at the moment with all the Pink Floyd, all the comedy, all the legal English and all the podcasting stuff all flying around inside my brain. It is making me go a bit crazy. Um, right, so what else? Emails. I've had uh, lots of emails from people and um, I don't always have the chance to reply. You know, I'm a typical man, really. Um, I get emails and I, you know, I think that just reading them is enough, but um, I, I, what I should do is whenever I get an email from you, is just write you a very short reply, just saying, thanks for the email, I got it. Um, but I don't always do that. I'm a bit careless. I don't always reply immediately. Um, so sorry if I haven't replied to your emails. I love getting them. Really, I do. It's great. It's fantastic getting them. It just makes me feel good that, that people are out there enjoying the podcast. And I'm sorry that I don't reply immediately. I should do, but I don't. So just as, an, as a way of making up for that, um, I'd just like to say hello to some of the people who've emailed me. Um, people like Valerio, uh, Paula, Nadishan, Nikita, um, Milit Imade, I think that's how I say your name, from Japan, um, Luciano, Sh uh, Shiori, um, Natalia, Alessio, um, Ana Luisa, um, and, and other people. If I haven't mentioned your name there, I'm sorry, there are other people who've contacted me in various ways through Twitter, Facebook, um, my email address, um, or by leaving a comment on the webpage. Just hello to all of you, and I'm sorry if I haven't responded to you. I do appreciate your comments and emails a lot. They're, they're great. Thank you for all of those messages. You're brilliant. Um, what else? Music. Um, the school band, which is called Band Practice. That's, that's one of the bands that I play in. Um, uh, I play drums in that band. And we, we've booked a Christmas concert. Um, that's going to happen on December the 11th. Um, let's see, December the 11th. In a pub called The Hop Poles in Hammersmith. That's uh, King Street. So King Street, Hammersmith. December the 11th, the Hot Poles Band Practice Christmas Concert. If you're in London, come. Come to the concert. It's going to start at probably about 7.30 or 8 o'clock. 
I know that it's quite early to start talking about Christmas concerts, but that's just the way it goes. You've got to plan these things in advance. Um, yeah, so we're going to be playing live for your entertainment. So if you're in London, come on down. You can come and enjoy the show. Um, what else? The next podcast. At the moment, as well as doing all these other things, I have been planning and producing another podcast, um, and that's um, about Doctor Who. Now, if you've listened to the last two podcasts, you'll know that there was a mystery story which involved a strange character called the Doctor, um, and Sherlock Holmes got involved, and it was all a bit weird. But um, basically, the Doctor isn't my character. He's He's a character from a television program in the UK, and it's a TV program which has been on TV here since the early 1960s. And Doctor Who, or The Doctor, is a character that everybody knows. He's, he's probably as famous as Sherlock Holmes, James Bond, The Beatles, um, and other famous British characters. Um, so Doctor Who is a household name. Everybody knows him. So... Um, so I did an interview with a friend of mine who's an expert on Doctor Who. Um, he really he knows everything about Doctor Who. He he does lectures about Doctor Who and everything. So I, I interviewed him, and that's going to be the next podcast. You'll you'll hear the interview. Um, it's going to explain all of everything that you need to know about Doctor Who, and it's um, it's an interesting interview because I did it in the pub. It's just me and Lee my friend, in the pub talking about Doctor Who. And we talk pretty quickly and um, there's lots of information. So what I've been doing is producing that podcast and typing a transcript so that you can listen to the podcast and read the transcript as well if you want to. So that's going to be the next podcast. Um, what have I forgotten? I must have forgotten something. Um, so yeah, I'm just sitting here in my bedroom, I'm about to go out into London and go shopping because I need to buy a winter coat. Um, it's getting colder and colder all the time here and I don't have a really good winter coat. For some reason I just, I find it really hard to buy or it's, it's really hard to find a good winter coat. So I'm going to go into, I'm going to go to the Westfield Shopping Centre in Shepherd's Bush. It's a really, really big new shopping centre. Um, and I'm going to try and find a winter coat. I want to find one with big pockets because um, that way I can I can keep books in the pockets. That's the, that's how you survive in London on the underground. If you're travelling on the metro on the on the tube, on the underground trains, you have to have a book with you because um, otherwise it's just horrible, basically because the underground is so crowded and busy that if you don't have something to keep you entertained, it's, it's not a nice experience. So the best way to survive is to have a book in your pocket. Uh, so I need a nice, big, comfortable, stylish winter coat with nice big pockets so I can keep books in them. Um, I, I recently went on Amazon.co.uk and I bought loads and loads of books which I can read uh, during the winter. Uh, it's a good way to, to get through the winter, is to have some good books so that you can stay in um, and keep warm and read a good book. So I bought lots of Sherlock Holmes, because I just love Sherlock Holmes, I think it's brilliant. Um, so I bought some Sherlock Holmes books and I bought some graphic novels. That Graphic novels are basically comic books, but, um, you know, if you call them comic books, it makes them sound like children's books, right? But um, adults who read comic books call them graphic novels. It makes them sound a bit more serious. 
and a bit more grown up. So I bought some graphic novels. I love graphic novels. Um, and I bought, I bought um, my favourite... Um, that my favourite graphic novels are by an artist and writer called Jason. I don't know his second name. He never writes his second name. He's just called Jason. And I think he's Norwegian. He's from Norway, but he lives in, in France. And his graphic novels are just brilliant. Um, I really recommend them. They're, they're, they're easy to understand. You don't have to be brilliant at English to understand them. It's mainly visual. But they're just so funny and and touching and um, surprising and mysterious um, I will uh, I'll, I'll write and I'll add a link to some Jason um, comic books on Amazon so if you're interested you can you can buy one I really recommend comic books by Jason the best one that um, I've read so far is called Low Moon Low Moon by Jason really really good funny interesting comic book um, I suggest you you buy it. I love them. They're brilliant. Um, okay, so in a minute I'm going to go out and I'm going to go shopping and I'm going to buy a winter coat, hopefully. Although, to be honest, I have tried to buy um, winter coats before and I just can't do it. I can never find one that I like. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that I'm going to find a nice one this weekend. Um, so that's it for the news. Um, so next, um, next, just to keep you entertained, I'm going to play you a comedy sketch. Uh, this is a recording of a comedy sketch performed by Monty Python's Flying Circus. They're probably my favourite comedy group, um, and uh, I'm sure that you'll like them as well. Um, they're so popular. I've already played you other comedy sketches by Monty Python in previous podcasts. You'll remember that I played you... Uh, one about the four Yorkshire men. Um, there was another one. What else did I play you by Monty Python? Four Yorkshire men. Also, there was the um, Swamp Castle, if you remember that. The, the, the father explaining uh, to his son how he would inherit all of this land. But the son didn't want it. Uh, he just cared about poetry and things like that. So you've heard other Monty Python ones before. Well, this one is about an argument. It's called The Argument Sketch. And if you can imagine, in this sketch, there's a man who goes to an agency. And the agency um, is, is it's called an argument clinic. And in, our, in, in the argument clinic, what you do is you pay money in order to have an argument. Right? Just like you can pay money to go and have therapy or you pay money to, to get careers advice. In this, in this situation, you can pay money to have an argument. And you can have a five-minute argument or a half-an-hour argument. And you pay your money, you sit down in a little office room, um, and you have an argument with someone. Uh, which is quite an interesting concept, really. What would that be like? How would that work? Um, what would you argue about? And um, how, you know, what would the argument be like? Well, this is what the argument would be like. Um, listen to the sketch and just try and understand it. What I love about this sketch is the rhythm of the language, the dialogue between the two characters. They speak very quickly and they argue with each other. Um, and they say, very quickly, they say things like, yes, it is, no, it isn't, yes, you did, no, I didn't. And um, it's just really, f obviously, funny, because it's comedy, but also just an interesting, just an interesting dialogue. So fast with really quick rhythm. 
Um, just just to explain a couple of things. Um, one of the things that they argue about is um, is the conversation that they're having. And one of the characters says, this isn't argument, this is just contradiction. Um, well, a contra to contradict someone just means to say, if you like, just, just to say the negative of whatever they've said. So if I say, for example, um, uh, if I say, I really like, um, I don't know, I really like the Beatles, you could say, no, you don't. And that's just a contradiction, right? But an argument involves having to explain your points of view in detail. It's not just contradicting the person. So, for example, it might be something like, uh, um, I, I think the Beatles are brilliant. And the per if it was an argument, the person would say, well, I, I don't because, you know, I, don't, I think they're overrated. You know, uh, people always say that the Beatles are good, but they're not that good. I think they're, they're, they're no better than other bands that came out in the 1960s. Um, I just think that they're overrated. And I'd say, well, no, I don't think they are overrated. I think that uh, if you listen to the songs, you'll notice that they're very, very carefully written. And the standard of musicianship and the standard of um, songwriting is much better than the other acts of the, at the same time. So that would be an argument. But contradiction would be, the, the Beatles are brilliant. And the other person would say, no, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. That's just contradiction. It's not an argument. Right? So anyway, here's the argument. I'd like you to imagine a man has just opened the door of the office and he stepped into the argument clinic and he says, is this the right room for an argument? And the man says, well, I've told you once. Right. Um, you can imagine, uh, I, I've, I've told you once. It's the sort of thing that might start an argument. It's, it's the sort of thing that maybe a husband or wife would say. Like if a husband says to his wife, oh, um, when are we going to see your, your parents? And she would say, well, I've told you once, right? And then they, he would say, no, you haven't. I, I, and she says, yes, I have. I told you last Friday. And of course, because he's a man, he can't remember. Um, but anyway, I've told you once is a typical way in which an argument might begin. And that's how this argument begins. Okay? So here it is, Monty Python, the argument sketch. Is this the right room for argument? I've told you once. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? Just now. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You didn't. I did. You didn't. I'm telling you, you I did. did not. Oh, sorry, is this is a five-minute argument of the full half hour. Oh, just the uh, five minutes. Just the five minutes. Thank yeah. you. Anyway, I did. You most certainly did not. Now, let's get one thing perfectly clear. I most definitely told you. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. 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 Yes, I did. Oh, look, this isn't an argument. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's just contradiction. No, it isn't. It is. It is. Well, you just contradicted me. Never. You did just that. Nonsense. Oh, this is futile. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. <laughs> I came here for a good argument. Ah, no, you didn't. You came here for an argument. Oh, an argument isn't just contradiction. Well, can be. No, it can't. An argument is a connected series of statements intended to establish a proposition. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It isn't just contradiction. Look, if I argue with you, I must take up a contrary position. Oh, yes, but I didn't just say, no, it isn't. Yes, it is! No, it isn't! Argument is an intellectual process. Contradiction is just the automatic gainsaying of anything the other person says. It is not! It is! Oh, no, it, it is! is. <laughs> Thank you, good morning. <laughs> what, what? That's it. Good morning. But I was just getting interested. Sorry, the five minutes is up. 
That was never five minutes just now. I'm afraid it was. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to argue anymore. What? If you want me to go on arguing, you'll have to pay for another five minutes. But, look, that was never five minutes just now. Oh, come on. Oh, look, this is ridiculous. I told you I'm not allowed to argue unless you pay. Oh, all right. There you are. Thank you. Well. Well, what? That was never five minutes just now. I told you, I'm not allowed to argue unless you pay. But I just paid. No, you didn't. I did. You did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Look, I don't want to argue about it. Well, I'm very sorry, but you didn't pay. Aha. Well, if I didn't pay, why are you arguing? Ah. Got you. No, you haven't? Yes, I have. If you're arguing, you must have paid. Not necessarily. I could be arguing in my spare time. Oh. So there it is, the argument sketch, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Uh, don't forget you can you can read a transcript of that sketch uh, if you go to the web page. It might be a little bit difficult to navigate, but go to the web page. And, of course, that web page is teacherluke.podomatic.com. Or you can just um, do a Google search. That might be easier. Just Google Luke's English Podcast. Luke's is spelled L-U-K-E apostrophe S, English podcast. And you will find the transcripts and you can read that. You can also find um, some of the vocabulary that I've used in this podcast written on the page with some definitions. Right? So that's it. Um, That's the end of this podcast. Just Just a quick hello to all my special listeners who uh, listen all the way to the end of the podcast. Um, Don't forget, you're very, very special people indeed. And um, you're you're like an elite group of extra special people um, with with special knowledge that other people don't have. So, you know, you can feel good about that. Feel, Feel good about that for the rest of the day. You can feel safe in the knowledge that you're one of the special people in the world, one of that few select group of special individuals who listen all the way to the end of Luke's English podcast. Okay? So, that's it from me. Look forward to the next one. Okay? Cheers. Thanks a lot. Bye, 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 bye. You've been listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit www.teacherluke.podomatic.com. Luke's English Podcast. The smoothest podcast on the internet. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.